want to make the exchange with you today, but he won't come and take it from you. You have to let it go. See, what's happening today is not just a transition from one name to another. We're stepping into our new Jordan land. We're crossing over Jordan today. And everybody who, who, who led up to getting into Jordan with the children of Israel in the very beginning did not cross over into Jordan. Not because it was not God's will for them to cross over to Jordan, but because they would not let go of yesterday. They got stuck. Same situation happened with Lot and his wife and his family. The angels came to deliver Lot and his family out of Sodom and out of Gomorrah, but, the, but they told him, gave him one command, don't look back. They're on their way. They have escaped. God did everything he said he was gonna do and she got outside of the city and she turned back and looked at the very thing he told her not to look at and she got stuck. And God's saying this morning that just people are stuck because they refuse to let go of yesterday. I'm not talking about yesterday, physically yesterday. I'm talking about five minutes ago, 10 minutes ago, whatever, whatever happened to you on your way here, God said, make a decision to let it go. He says, enough, 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 enough. You get, yes, sir. He says, but you got to get to the point where you say enough is enough is enough. I'm not putting up with this stuff another day in my life and mean it for real. It doesn't matter. I could give, man, I could, I could give you the best message and we could praise and worship you up to times get better. But when you walk out that door, you're not taking me home with you. And I do and promise you that you ain't taking us home with you. And we're teaching you here so you can recreate everything that happens here in your own home because your relationship with God is one-on-one. -on -one. And if you have a relationship with God, the first thing you want to do, because he's your father. And see, I'm going to tell you what the world has done. The world has, has this big propaganda uh, agenda to try to minimize the importance of man in the house so that when you talk about going to God, your father, you just look at your father as a knuckle dragging Neanderthal, bypass him, go straight to your mother. And that's how things got out of balance. Go back and read where it says that the father was the one who was supposed to train up the children in the way that they should go. And the wife, they both worked together in unison to nurture and, and reinforce and instruct that child so that they may bring forth a godly seed. Go back and read Malachi chapter two. But if, you, if the man just sits by and passive, to be passive just to let the wife do whatever she wants to do. Now, that doesn't mean that the man lords over the house. I mean, that doesn't work either because then you can get off in, in the wrong direction. But you're supposed to be working in unison to one, one with another. If you don't work in unison with one another, you are going to have <coughs> chaos. And that's what's going on in the family today. <clears throat> Your adversary is trying to redefine what the definition of family means. The adversary is trying to redefine what it means to, to lead, guide, and direct. God has a way to do things and not everybody's gonna follow it. Are you listening to me? I'm here to tell you, in the last days, in these latter days, 
You don't need just a dessert message. You need a message to, to God says, I'm trying to not only help you win here, I want you to win in life. God's desire is to help you to win in life. Are you listening to me? So I'm telling you, God is saying, turn to your neighbors right now and say, neighbor, neighbor. enough is enough. <clears throat> turn to another neighbor. Say, neighbor, neighbor. Enough, is enough. enough is enough. And point to yourself and say, hey, I'm telling you one last time, I've had enough of your mess. Enough is enough. Because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. If you don't make that decision, for real, for real, what's going to happen is you're going to walk out of here, heard a great message, touched, ooh, got the goosebumps and everything, and will go home and get your butt whooped by the adversary because you won't make a decision. God can't make this decision for you. Do you know? Did you know? Can I tell you something? Did you know? God even can't make a decision for you to accept Jesus. You have to make that decision. I got family members. I heard, I had one family member call me this was messaging this week and found out they had been exposed to COVID. I wasn't like, oh, what are we gonna do? <laughs> know what it was? Psalms 1 already told me, Father, that a, a, a thousand will fall on our side, 10,000 at our right hand, but no harm should come neither. No, because we have made the Lord, which is our refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall us, neither shall any plague come near our dwelling. We declare and decree that by Jesus' stripes they're healed from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. Hallelujah. Never thought about it again. They called, message yesterday, hey, got my results back. I was negative. I, it wasn't a time I was like, ooh, 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 ooh. I was like, hey, oh, well, praise God. All right, cool. Because that's what we already declared. That to say that before you even told me that you was ever exposed to it. We had already said how this thing was going to end. He's mm -hmm. not coming near my dwelling. Yeah. He's not coming near our church family. He's not coming near their household. Yeah. I don't wait till I get in the storm to start talking to the storm. I start talking to the storm. I start talking to the situation before I'm in the storm so that the storm, when it comes past my house, uh oh, not that house right there, just blow right over. Are y'all listening to me? It's the same thing that Jesus, God told them, the children of Israel, before they came out of Egypt, put the blood over the doorpost mm -hmm. so that when the death, and you didn't say if, it says when. It didn't say if, it said when. He comes passing by. He's going to see the blood on the door. Oh, I, I can't touch them. It's kind of like MC Hamilton. You can't touch this. Mm, 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 mm. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. Are you listening to me? I'm for real, for real. I'm so fired up right now. It's only because I got to stand right. I will be gone. You can't touch this. So when you plead the blood of Jesus over your house, you plead the, and you literally take, we take all and we place all over as a symbol of the blood over every doorway, over, over every windowsill, inside and outside, on the vehicles. You won't, you see the first thing when you see us, you see the blood. You hear us, you see the blood. 
You want, yeah, yeah my, they want to act a fool, the blood of Jesus covers you. Say you can't even touch them. They might try to get into that stuff, but even every time it, it wanted me to feel comfortable. They will be so uncomfortable. People will tell them, you don't belong here. You ain't supposed to be here. You ain't one of us and everything. What are they going to do? Run back home to where the light is out of the darkness, like the prodigals. I call in prodigal sons and daughters from the north, the south, the east, and the west back into position, back into the kingdom, back in proper relationship with our Heavenly Father, with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We call them back in now in the name of Jesus, and there shall be a performance of this word in the name of Jesus. We ain't backing down. It ain't time to punk out. It ain't time to oh, was me and take your cares to bed with you and hold it, hold it like a teddy bear. You ain't got time for that. Get yourself up and stop acting crazy. <laughs> Get up. I'm the, Jewin and I, Sister Jewin will tell you, I have a three-point plan. You call me, <laughs> a minute, quit it, forget it. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't gonna hold my hand? No. You ain't gonna cuddle when you tell me it's gonna be all right. No. Why? Because you already know that. Do I have emotions? Oh, absolutely. But I don't allow, oh, that's good word right there. God says, I gave you emotions, but I didn't tell you you to have emotions take you. You're not led by your emotions because emotions will lead you in all kinds of ways. Anybody ever woke up one day, seen your smile like, what are you still doing here? I mean, what? You don't feel every morning you wake up, oh, I just love you. Well, some people, I just love you. Well, some people you'd be like, mm, mm, I have missed the Lord. No time for it. Turn your name, no time for it. No time. This is the last, you have no time for this mess. I'm telling you, you have no time for it. Why? Because why you <laughs> being buried? People are going to hell. People, people are dying. People are starving. People are going because you say, I would tell you about Jesus, but get over my get over yourself. Get over it. Get over it. Get over it. Sister Joan used to be get highly upset with me because that was, are you for real right now? Are you for real right now? Would you teach somebody else this? If they was going through the same thing you're going through, would you teach them to do what you're doing right now? Well, no, then why would you do it? Does she have to tell me, hey, Pastor Milton, they are not you. They ain't gonna run over to hell and take the town and kill kill all that. They not you. She never says, "Don't tell them the truth." I'm gonna tell you the truth. Even if I, even if you walk out of here with yourself, right yourself. Oh, not not talk about anybody here, but anybody. <laughs> never going back here. He ain't gonna talk to me like that. We just located your problem. Y'all wanna know what it is? Starts with a P, ends with an E, has an I in the middle. Hmm? Anybody wanna take a guess? Pride. 
Ain't nobody gonna tell me what to do. My daddy don't tell me what to do. My mama don't tell me what to do. I'm a grown woman. I'm a grown man. You already show. You are still a kid. Which one of y'all, somebody got something going on? Because I can tell you by, she said, all right, it's okay, well, hallelujah. The guy was like, okay, like, this is what I want you to tell them what I said. I ain't got time for it. The father doesn't have time for it. Why? Because he placed you here for such a time as this for a purpose and a reason. And he can't use you if every time something happens. <laughs> he ain't got time for that. Grow up. Turn your neighbor and say, grow up. <coughs> grow up. That's right. Grow up. Guess what, my, what, guess what the father told me? You got to grow up. I, I'm, I'm just pausing to make sure I said everything he needs. He says, I'm telling you, you have to grow up because it... Uh, if you don't grow up, how you gonna grow somebody else up if you're not grown up yourself? You will teach them your bad habits. Are y'all listening to me? I love y'all. I know y'all love me too. <laughs> just, hold, just hold back all that love y'all expression towards me right now. But love always tells the truth, even to their own heart. Sister Jones tells me stuff sometimes. See, this is the thing about it. When you when you when you expose yourself and you ask, what do you think? Don't be surprised if they see something you did not see. Husbands, wives. Does this make me look big? Do you if you already ask it, you probably already know. You want us to lie. No, baby, you look great. I feel so, so, why are you asking me? You already know. If you want me to help you with it, I'll help you with it. But let's not lie to each other. I would rather somebody tell me the truth. Yes, yes, sir. I told a pastor friend of mine once, I said this. I'd rather you tell me the truth and hurt my feelings than to allow me to continue in my mess and allow me to destroy my life. Hurt my feelings. I'll get over that. If I destroy my life, I'm destroying other people's lives with it. So you can choose. Cause see, 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 can I tell you this? Can I share this? And then he says, I can move on. When God comes to you, God comes to you, you know, babe, come on, baby. Turn, honey. Come on, book. Okay, come on. All right, come on now. Come on. And then sometimes you're like, okay, look. And then he, when he comes a little bit, you know, stronger with you, you mad at me. You're like, no, I'm trying to get you out of this situation because if you keep, he knows what's on the other end. So if you stay on this road, you're going to run off the cliff and you're going to like, God, why did you help me? God said, I've been trying to talk to you for five years. And then he sends somebody in. He'll send a Nathan to you and be like, thus says the Lord, cut it out. Because if you say, David, this is what's going to happen. This is what happened. 
And immediately when Nathan started talking and he said, David, you are the man. David didn't go like, oh, no, I'm the king, I'll kill you. His heart was open to receive. When his heart was open to receive, he repented. He changed his mind, changed his thoughts. He changed his actions. And he repented before God. And then he got in position. God gave us a word, the whole congregation, this word, be intentional this week. I, I, okay, be intentional. Okay, is this for me? No, send it to everybody. Be intentional. I shared that same word with a group of pastors this week. And when they heard that word, they were like, he told me the exact same thing. Be intentional. Don't just float through life. Float through your day. How's your day? Well, I'm just going to wait and see how my day goes. Anybody ever said that? I'm just going to wait and see how my day goes. No, God says when you wake up in the morning, you get before me, and then you'll wake and you, you will tell your day how it's going to go. See the difference? I'm going to see what's going to happen and see how the day's going to go. No, I get up. This is what's going to happen today. I decree and declare that this is what's going to happen. And he will show you this when you go into this meeting. And when you talk to this person on the phone and when you're interacting with this student and you're interacting with this coworker, and all, he'll show you all before you ever get there what to do. What to do. <laughs> Guess what? I was, I was having a prayer. I had a situation we was talking about. And I was going to God about it. And God, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I said to God, I'm like, Lord, what is the solution to this issue? He says this, you're trying to solve a spiritual matter with a natural means. Excuse me? It's a spiritual issue. Okay. What, what do we need to do? It has nothing to do with the church, so don't get under condemnation. It's something outside of the church. And when he told me what to do, and this is what you say to that situation. And then he says, okay, now this is what you do in the natural. Do you know what happened? It turned. Well, he does that because you're a pastor. He was doing that before they ever called me Pastor Milton, Apostle Milton, Prophet Milton, Teacher Milton. It's called a relationship. So if he shares it with me and releases me to share it with you, I'll share it with you every time. All right. All right. So before we get started, what we're going to do start doing each Sunday is, is we're going to each meeting <clears throat> we're going to pray for a local pastor and their church so today we're going to pray for Parkway Parkway Road Pentecostal Church Pastor Nate and those guys so I'm going to pray in English I'm asking you to pray in the Holy Spirit as we pray. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we lift up. Parkway Road, 
Parkway Church right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we lift up their leadership, Pastor Nate and his wife, Father God, and the entire Parkway staff in Jesus' name. Father, we're asking you to give them wisdom, knowledge, with understanding, direction, clear-cut plans, Father God, and strategies on how to how to carry out the plans, purposes, and pursuits that you call them to do in this nation and in this land right now in the name of Jesus. We bind up every strategy of the adversary to come against them. Satan, we break your power, your holdover. We speak to the spirit, Father God, of, of the division, schisms, and strife that's just plagued them, Father God, in that if you go to the go to the Santa, and it ceases in its maneuvers and, and it voids all, all plans, strategies against them right now in the name of Jesus. We bind it on earth, therefore it's bound in heaven. We declare unity within the house of Parkway Road Pentecostal Church right now in the name of Jesus. We declare that your plans and your visions and your and your mission for that household is carried out in the name of Jesus. We declare resources come from the north, the south, the east, and the west into Parkway right now in the name of Jesus, as well as laborers. Father God, we cover them from the crown of their heads to the very soles of their feet by the blood of Jesus. Father, we stand in the gap for them right now. If they have sinned in any way against you, Father God, we ask you to forgive them right now in Jesus' name. And as far as the east is from the west so far, have you removed their transgressions from them right now in the name of Jesus? Father, right now, any, any, any secret sins, Father God, that they're not even aware of, Father, we ask you to forgive them and remove them from them right now in the name of Jesus. Right now, yeah, that scheme that the adversary has tried to use against them, it, it will cease in its maneuvers right now in the name of Jesus. We counsel, it dries up from the very root. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That spirit of deception, that lion spirit that has been free to operate, we bind up you and all of your operations right now, and you are exposed right now in Jesus' name. We declare relational unity with Parkway Road Pentecostal Church right now. Father, we believe that they receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the very knowledge of you, the very eyes of their understanding being enlightened, that they may know what is the hope of your calling. Father, grant unto them Grant unto them, Father God, to be strengthened with might by the Holy Spirit on the, in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in our hearts by faith, that they, being rooted in the ground and in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and know the love of Christ, which passes all understanding. And Father, may you be able to do exceedingly abundantly above all they could ever ask or think, according to the power that works on the inside of them. We declare, restore unto them right now in the name of Jesus. The use of the locusts of eating, the caker worms, the pomeroy, the caterpillars right now. In the name of Jesus. Minister, they just go forth and cause these things to happen, for they have need of it for the kingdom's sake as well as their own. May the kingdom of God be expanded through Parkway Road Pentecostal Church. We decree and declare it to be so in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. And glory to God. So be it in the name of Jesus. It don't make no difference what happened before. I serve a God of the breakthrough, and we call today breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. Why would you pray for another church? Because the word of God says the supplication prayers in a session to give thanks be made unto all men, to kings and those who are in authority. All men, what's left after the word all? Nothing. And I say if you like them. It is say if you agree, 
He didn't say nothing. He didn't say if they was a part of your camp, which is crazy, because there's only one body of Christ. It ain't going to be the Baptist session, the Pentecostal session, the Catholic session, the Methodist session. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Put the pipe down. Jesus is a rock, not crack. Let it go. It ain't going to be on no division in heaven. There's one body. You ready for the word today? <laughs> <clears throat> I wouldn't have said it like that. I would have said it like this. No, you wouldn't. Not if you do what God told you to do. That, yes, sir. He says, that's the very, you ask, what's the problem? Y'all want to know what the problem is? I'm going to point it out to you. Y'all ready? Y'all ready for this, this supernatural great revelation I received? Where does the problem, where's the problem going on? Concrete cranial is the diagnosis. Concrete cranial, AKA hard headedness. As the head follows, ooh, that's a word. As the head follows, as the head goes, the body will follow. Jesus is the head of the church. We are the body of Christ. The way that the head goes, the body should follow. But the body is, is, is I won't go that way. I won't go that way, Jesus. I won't go this way. This is nicer. They got candy drops on this side. <clears throat> okay. All right. <laughs> It takes a free man to free another man. When I say man, I'm talking about mankind. It takes a free man to free another man. We make this declaration in the name of Jesus. I got, if I don't have a one fan in the house, I'm cool, because I got one fan. But I know I got more than that, so I'm cool. But if you want to see me in the parking lot, You'd better bring a sandwich and a pack of lunch and a sleeping bag with you. It ain't gonna be no easy fight. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. All right, <clears throat> here we go. The spirit of, I make this declaration in the name of Jesus. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has adored me. Whoo. Whoo. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Whoo. <laughs> The spirit of Lord God is upon me <laughs> because the Lord has anointed me to preach good titles unto the meek. The Lord has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. The Lord has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives. The Lord has sent me and the open of the prison to them that are bound. The Lord has anointed and sent me to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the day of vengeance of our God, and to comfort all who mourns. The Lord has anointed and sent me to appoint unto them the morning Zion, to give unto them beautiful ashes, the oil of joy for morning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that they might be, that he might be glorified. The Lord has anointed and sent me that we may go forth and build the old ways. The, we shall raise up the former desolations. 
and they shall repair the waste cities of desolation of many generations. So Father, right now and in the name of Jesus, we give you glory, honor, and praise, and thank you in the name of Jesus for this opportunity, this day, this time in your word. Father God, and I preach you to teach you not be with the Tyson words of man's wisdom, but let it be a demonstration of spirit and power. Holy Spirit, you're already here, moving up and down each and every out, touching each and every person, not only those who are here, but those who are watching us by the airways. May you be glorified in all that we say and all that we do, Father, to you alone, we give the glory, the honor, and praise, thanking you for miracles, signs, wonders, manifestations of the gifts of the Holy Spirit to confirm the word preached. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. We thank you, and we're in expectation in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I got a word for y'all. From, from, I got another word. I got, yes, sir. He says, give it to you. Okay, here we go. This is the word of the Lord today. <laughs> If you only complain about the problems and never give solutions, you're part of the problem. If you only complain about the problems and never give solutions, you're part of the problem. He says, I did not say to, to talk about the mountains. I said to you to say to the mountains what my word says about the mountains and what you want the mountains to do. When you rehearse the problem, you release the adversary to continue to do what he's doing and cause your ministering angels to stand dormant because they only respond to my word coming from your mouth, giving them instructions. Your victory, say your victory. Your victory, your victory is in your mouth. Your victory is in your mouth, but your defeat is there also. Depending on what you say, for as I have written in my word that death and life are in the power of your tongue. When I made you in my image and my likeness, I made you just like me to be a speaking spirit. And whether you believe it or not, your words are either creating life or they're creating death. The answer is in your mouth. That speaking life or death, blessing or cursing, you choose. Now repent for allowing your mouth to be used for anything else other than to create life and be a blessing. And today, everybody say today. Today, there shall be a performance of those words, says the spirit of grace. He says, your mouth is either creating life or it's creating death. Whether you believe it or not, and if you're only rehearsing the problem, you are part of the problem. But let me tell you something. Look, 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 let me, everybody look at me. There is therefore no condemnation. Are you listening? There is therefore no, don't do it. Don't take another ride on pity train. I knew it was me. Get over it. Lift your hand, everybody lift your hands, Father. I repent right now for every time I've used my mouth to create defeat as opposed to life. I'm asking you to forgive me right now. 
I curse every negative harvest, every negative seed that has been sown. It dries up and dies now in the name of Jesus. Replace it with life. Give me words to speak concerning it. And I will speak it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. What you're saying, God, is, hey, in the past, I might have missed it with my words, but today I make a decision. I'm going to change my thoughts, change my mind, change my action, because, Father, you love me so much that you brought it to my attention. We are either creating life or we're creating death, but there is no in-between. And what this is what your ministry angels did. Can I borrow my, can I borrow Sister Julian? Can I borrow you, Sister Rita? We talked about this last week. We talked about this last week. Glory to God. I need you on this side. Y'all got to come in a little bit closer. All right. I need you on this side. Now, hi, everybody. This is Sister Rita. This is Sister Julian. Y'all hear so much about. All right. Now, understand this. When you are born, you are born. You're born and you have a ministering angel assigned to you by Almighty God. But you also have this purpose only she's not one but uh, for this purpose only, you have a demonic spirit that's assigned to you also that's why when you talk about familiar spirits is familiar with you or with your family mm -hmm. depending on the words that come out of your mouth and according to psalms 103 it says the ministering angels hearken unto the words so when i speak words of life i put sister jew in into action to carry it out. <clears throat> but if I start speaking words of death, Sister Juin is posted up and I put the demonic spirit to action to carry out my words. Do y'all see the difference? Thank you. Who, who is the deciding? Thank y'all so very much. Thank y'all. Who is the deciding factor on who puts who to work? You are. <clears throat> That's why the adversary comes for your words to try to get you to say something contrary to what God's word says so that he can go to work and he knows it puts your ministering angel, he stands dormant, waiting. He's waiting. He's on standby, standing at attention, waiting on you to give a command so he can carry it out. But if you never give him a command, guess what's going to happen? He's going to stand there. Why didn't you do something? You didn't give me nothing to do. Do y'all see that? So don't be like, Lord, why did you let this happen? Because Lord be like, well, why did you let it happen? I gave you the word. I gave you my word. I gave you authority. I gave you my word. I gave you Holy Spirit to tell you what to say about that situation, what not to say. Y'all, anybody other than me ever been at, get ready to say something and you it was on the tip of your tongue, it, you was going to give him a piece of your mind, which you, you only got a little bit left, but you was going to give him a piece of your mind and he said, don't say a word. You're like, <laughs> anybody other than me? Why? Because I'm speaking kingdom. Mm -hmm. Kingdom, kingdom. I'm gonna tell you this, I'm gonna give you this part. 
You are either raising hell, R-A-I-S-I-N-G, which means you are lifting, elevating, setting upright, exalting, producing, enhancing, restoring to life, collective, levying, and propagating hell, death, defeat, discouragement. So you're either raising, exalting chaos, hell, and, and tragedy, or you are raising it, R-A-Z-I-N-G, which means subverting it, destroying it, erasing it. Which one are you? Because what she said is true. Some of us have been both. You raising all kind of hell. People see you come. Oh, here she come. Oh, oh God. Oh, she, there she come. And this is you Google and he said, and this is the problem. You are convinced what you're doing is right. Can I help you? You are deceived. You're deceived. Because God says, I placed you here as an ambassador, as a representative for my kingdom. If they see you and you spend most of your time raising H-E double hockey stick, as opposed to raising H-E double hockey stick, you are part of the problem. But thank God. Jesus already paid the sin. All we got to do is just, Father, I just repent. I, I, whoo, Lord, I acknowledge it's been me, Lord. <laughs> Help me, Lord. And, we, and, and people say, Lord, give me patience. You want to know how God gives you patience? If you ever say that craziness? Through tests and trials. So when you're like, why is all of a sudden I got all these problems? What did you ask for? Patience. Can I, give, can I give you a word? Anybody want a word? One of the fruits of the spirit is patience. patience. So why would you ask for what you already have? I got another word for you. <laughs> Read your Bible. Mm -hmm. You already have it. You already have love. Love, Lord, help me to love. You want to know when you say, Lord, help me to love them? You know what happens? Test trials and tribulations. Why? Because that's the only way you're going to learn how to love somebody. Or you can get in his word and begin to have long suffering for some folks. But that's a decision. So are you raising hell or raising hell? You ain't nobody got to lift their hands. You and the Lord already know, just get it right. Can I tell you something awesome about God? Now today what we're gonna start, we're starting a series if I was to give it a title, well, today's message <laughs> is uh, purpose-driven life. But if I was to give this new series there, we're gonna we're gonna begin today. The new series is why Jesus. Why Jesus? Whew. I don't know about y'all, but my battery is on full. Mm. Now I'm gonna tell you the awesome thing about God. God is not schizophrenic. 
God's not up one day and down the next. God ain't here one day and here. God's that's not God says, I know I change not. I am the Lord. I change not. He says, He says, you can make a decision now to not walk out of here the same way you came in today. Or you can walk out today the same way you came in or today watching this or hearing this and walk out the exact same. And I've already showed you exactly what to do, but you can reason in your own mind or justify in your own mind. But if I do that, it's not going to change. And he says, and you are exactly right. Because in your heart, you already believe if I do it God's way, it's not going to work. And he says, and that's part of the problem. See, if you don't settle in your, see, it didn't say confess with your mouth and believe in your head. It didn't say confess with your mouth and reason it and understand it and comprehend it, all the do's and don'ts, and then you will have it. It didn't say that. It said confess with your mouth, but believe it in your heart. So, and the reason why you got to get in your heart, because when tests and trials come, and they will come, because Jesus said in, in, in John 16:33, in this world you will have tribulations, but cheer up, because I've already overcome the world. <laughs> but if you but that that doesn't make any sense to me. There's a lot of things that don't make sense to you. There's a lot of stuff that you don't know. But if you walk out and your pride. What, is, what does it say about pride? God gives grace to the humble. What does he do? He, not the adversary. He, not your friends and loved ones, but God actively resists the proud. He resists the proud. How do you how do how how do you get out of pride, Father? I cast all my cares under you, for I know you care for me. First Peter chapter five. I cast all my cares under you, for I care. I know you care for me. That thought's going to try to come up again because you have been a career warrior. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> and then the adversary get along. Y'all have like a little band going on, and he'll bring the banjo. <laughs> what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Anybody ever had that banjo? And then y'all be with your harmonica. And y'all got a little court, court, you know, got a little band going on. <laughs> what you gonna do? What you gonna do? <clears throat> I say that because you know I'm in the country. I was in the hood. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna uh, uh, gonna do? Mm -mm. Ain't no what you gonna do, Father. Your word says concerning this. Seek you first, Father. I'm seeking you first. What do I say? What do I do? What do you do when He hasn't said anything? <laughs> Let me help you. <laughs> Nothing. I gotta do something. You don't do nothing. You wanna know why? Because whatever you're gonna do is, is only gonna agitate what he's already telling you not to do. Because trust me, he's already told you many times, stop what you're doing. <laughs> but it ain't gotta do this. If I don't do it, it ain't gonna get done. I'm gonna tell you, whew. remember the prophet Elijah when he said that? 
I'm the only one, Lord. I'm the only one left. I'm the only one left, Lord. And if I don't just steer the ship in this household, Lord, nobody gonna do it, Lord. And so, ah, 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 ah. Sound familiar? Ah, I gotta do this. I gotta say that. I gotta get them told. I got, I got, I got, I got. It doesn't work that way. Private eye, poke that eye out. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Who's Lord? I confess with my mouth, I believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord. He's supreme in authority. That's not a good fancy bumper sticker. That literally means Jesus has the final say. He has the final say. <laughs> but Lord, I just told you I don't have enough. What you mean? Sow it. What I got. They're going to cut my lights off, Lord. They're going to cut your lights off anyway if you don't sow. If you pay what you got, they're still going to cut your lights off. I got 50. You owe 150. <laughs> Take this 50. Thank you. Click. Candlelight Dennis. Okay. <laughs> if y'all do what I do, whoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. I can. All right. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I got a couple of minutes. I'm going to use. He said I can. I can give this to you. <sighs> God declares the end from the very beginning. God says, "I declare the end from the very beginning." So I need you to declare the end from the very beginning. You're declaring, calling those things to be as, as, as they pleasure. Are oh, y'all ready? Okay, Jack, thank you, sir. Thank you. It says in Genesis chapter one, verse one, it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Everybody knows that, right? Y'all know that part? Okay. Then drop down to verse 26, he says this. Why, God, you said, but God's the one who declares the end from the beginning. So all of his, all of his purposes can be established and be accomplished. And then God said, let us make man or mankind. He didn't just make Adam here. Mankind in our image, according to our likeness and let them rule or have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over the cattle, over all the earth, and every creeping thing that creeps up on the earth. So God said, let us create man in our image, in our likeness, and give them what? Dominion. Or give them what? Authority. Everybody agree with that? So you're made in the image and likeness, so you're made just like God. Would everybody agree with that? You're made just like God. What does God do? He declares the end from the very beginning and all of his purposes will be accomplished and all of his purposes. Everybody agree with that? Okay, what does that have to do with me? I'm so glad you said that. God created mankind in his image and in, in the image of God created in him, male and female, another time, another subject, male and female, he created them. And God, Bless them. 
And God blessed them and said to them, not just him, not just her, them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, and rule or have authority over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over every living thing that moves on the earth. So that's what God said in the very beginning. Everybody see that? They made, then he goes on and said he made the Garden of Eden and everything in the Garden of Eden that they needed was already in the Garden of Eden. Everybody agree with that, right? That's in the very beginning, right? Okay, let's go to the end. Revelation chapter 21, verse 6 says this. Then said he to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And I will give to the ones who thirst from the spring of water of life without cause. He who overcomes will inherit these things and I will be his God and he will be my son. And I saw no temple in it for the Lord God, the almighty and the lamb are in its temple and the city has no need of the sun or the moon to shine on it for the glory of God has illuminated it and its lamp is the lamb of God. The nations will walk by its light and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it. Who did he say? Who's gonna bring the glory into him? So what did he call you? What was Jesus? A king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. Pause and think about that for a second. What did Revelation chapter one call you? A priest and a so who's he talking about? Who's going to bring the glory in? Do y'all see that? Did it say that you was going to have to wait till you get there before you became a king and a priest? Didn't say that. You're a king and a priest in the earth today. You're representing the kingdom of God today. You're operating as a, as a king decreeing and declaring when today so if you operate as a king and a priest and okay all right whew, okay it says like i'd go on with the rest of it it says the nations will will walk by his light and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it in the daytime for there will be no night there there's no night in heaven so you don't need no long sleeping gowns his gates will never be closed and they will bring the glory and the honor of the nations into the king. Who's going to do it? We are. <laughs> and nothing unclean and no one who practices abominations and lying should ever come into it, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. As it was in the beginning, so shall it be in the end. So all the stuff in the middle, all the stuff in the middle doesn't change God's purposes, it doesn't change God's plans. And, and he, when he declared the end from the beginning, it was already established. When you as a king and priest declare it from the beginning, 
it will be like that in the end. If you only stick with what the kingdom says. If you mix in the world's, this current age world of doing things, then you will get a mixed bag. In fact, you won't, you will only see the world's way because you can't mix God in the world into the same pot and say, okay, God, kaboom, there it is. So y'all see that. So the whole message today was this. Watch your mouth. You're either creating or you're tearing down. It says in, in, in Proverbs, I believe it's chapter, a wise woman builds her house, but a foolish woman plucks it down. How she do it? with her own hands and with her mouth. A wise husband builds his wife and exhorts her. How does he do it? With his words. He washes her with the washings of the waters by the word of God. So I don't tell Juan, I don't tell Sister Juan, girl, you get on my last good nerve. Oh, I can't stand, never. And she'll tell you, if I don't have anything good to say, I don't say anything. I <laughs> Bless the Lord. Keep me Jesus. Are you listening? We had an opportunity this week. We were, on, we were invited to, on a phone conversation. But you got to remember, when God places you at the table, you don't come with your agenda. Because you're, oh, that's good, Lord. He says, because you're not representing you, you are representing him. And he already knows what it's going to take to get across what needs to happen. But if you go in there raising hell, guess what you're going to get? Absolutely nothing. But when he says, say this, and when you're saying this, cause see my battle is not against the parliament. My battle is with the, the, the kingdom of darkness. I just tell them what I think, what I like to see. But when I'm fighting, when I'm in a battle, well ain't no battle cause we already won. I'm just reminding him, this I'm declaring from the beginning, the very end. This is how it's going to end. You're either building or you're destroying, but there is no in between. Oh, I'm only, I'm a little destroying. No, when you, you don't know to what degree that blow is going to come. And that might, because husbands are our men are that we 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 just compartmentalize we just put it in the box and we don't go back to it ladies carry like like a bank vault of stuff and they wonder why i don't understand why i'm so jacked up i do you're backed up you're constipated you need to release all that stuff
But men can be just as bad. I'm a man, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna forgive you, but I ain't gonna forget it. You ain't forgave. That's the ooh, that's good. He says that's the world's way of doing things. Because when I forgive, I forget. Does it mean I never remember that something happened? No, I just make a decision that I'm not going to add it up against you and pay you back for what it is you did. Whew. What's that called? Grace. You receive something that you didn't deserve. Well, glory to God. Well, hallelujah. <laughs> Welcome to the, this is just the introductory part of uh, why Jesus, but we had to get this part, we had to flush out, flush, flush, because in the depot, you can't bring all that stuff, because we're going to flush you right out, you're going to leave, you're going to lose like 10 pounds, you're going to walk out, Whoa, you look so much different, what happened, I got flushed out, I had to move it, I was constipated, it just yeah, it had to come out. Amen. So, Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise. That you are such a good, good Father. You are such a good, good Father. You are such a good, good Father. Thank you, Lord. You love us. Thank you for instructing us. Thank you for correcting us. Thank you. You not you not only showed us what the issue, but you showed us the solution, and you and you demonstrated it in your word. We thank you for it, Father. We magnify you. You have your way in our lives, and in every situation and circumstance. Jesus, your Lord, you have the final say. Thank you. For, yes, Lord. He's healed hearts today. He's healed relationships today. He's restored. He's restored. He's restoring the years that the locals have eaten. Yep, she's coming. I see her, she's coming. She's coming. She's coming. She's coming. <laughs> She's coming. God says, do it my way. Abandon your own plans and ideas and theories and do it my way. Love them to life. Stop cursing them to death. I know they still acting crazy. Speak life. I know it don't look like it's turned around. Speak life. They spoke for 4,000 years before Jesus showed up. But God kept, he never changed his mind. And he loves your kids more than you. And he loves your spouse more than you. He loves your friends and family members more than you. He says, I love them more than you. And I know what it's going to take to get them to turn. But I need you to allow me to be able to use you to bring forth life because you got the deaf part down. Today we repented. Today we made a decision to turn from it. And he says there will be a performance of the word. And you also got to understand once the word goes forth, your adversary is going to try to come and try to steal that word. What you going to tell him? <laughs> Not today. Say that joker. I got out of the truck today. I'm, I was doing my slip sliding away when I got out of the truck today. You know what I told him? <laughs> Not today, Satan. 
They getting this word. So the way to start this relationship off is you have to enter into a relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Man, that is probably one of the easiest things to do. And he's already said how to do it. He says, if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and if you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Sozo, healed, delivered, made whole, complete, protected. Third John 2 says this, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health or healed or whole, even as are to the same measure to which your mind, will, and emotions are prospering. That's what we do here at Ignite Depot. We give you the word so it can heal your mind, will, and emotion so that you can be whole. So if you make the, say this prayer after me, confess it with your mouth, mean it from your heart, and repeat these after me. Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father in, the Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I do believe, I do believe that Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe he died for me on the cross and carried my sins for me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and save me now. I repent of sin. I'm sorry, Lord. I receive your offer of forgiveness. Right now, I'm born again. Right now, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. I speak with other tongues and the Spirit gives me utterance. I thank you for it right now. I believe I receive. I'm healed. I'm whole. I'm complete. In Jesus' name, amen. Man, if this is your first time praying that prayer, we'd like to welcome you into the kingdom of God, Work, welcome you into the body of Christ, or you prayed this prayer before and you're just rededicated, we want to welcome you back into the house, back into the kingdom, back into right position. Now, the next step is to find a good word-based church that will teach you about the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We believe that Ignite Depot is the place for you. So if you'd like some further information, please send us an email at info at ignitedepot.com. Dot com that is ignitedepot.com and we love to get that information to you if you desire to give and participate in the ministry today there is a, a link on the face on the um facebook page as well as on the uh youtube by all means please feel free to uh join partner with us in carrying out the work of the lord we thank god for you we look forward to seeing you again next week and remember Life and death and the power of your tongue, however you say it, 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 however you declare it in the beginning is how it will end up in the end. My name is Milt Jones. On behalf of my, myself and my lovely wife, Juan, and the entire Ignite Depot family, we'd like to thank you for joining us today. You have a blessed day. God bless you. Bye-bye.